0: Good afternoon, Lafayette. This is Joe Cunningham here on the Joe Cunningham Show. News Talk ninety-six point five KPEL 232-1542. If you want to be part of the conversation, you can also send a message to the KPEL app chat. Except I don't know what we're going to talk about today. I guess there's not really a whole lot happening in the news now, is there? Okay, really, I'm going to uh I'm going to make this First segment, a shorter segment, because I know a lot of you want to call in and share your opinions. What I'm going to do in this first segment is I'm just going to kind of break down where we are right now. We have the unsealed indictment. We know what the charges are. We know what, how many counts there are, 37 counts. There is a lot to break down here. And there is a good bit that needs to be discussed Because in the most technical of terms I can use, it looks very, very bad. So here is where we're at with the actual indictments. It is very serious. You even have conservative legal analysts like uh, Jonathan Turley on Fox coming out and saying this is actually pretty damning stuff. What they have on Trump, what they have listed in the indictment, goes beyond what Trump actually had in his possession. Because I know what a lot of you are thinking is, well, Mike Pence had stuff, Joe Biden had stuff, and the DOJ is not going after them. You could make a better argument on the Hillary Clinton stuff, but I want to get to that in a little bit. What the Justice Department has signaled here is that they are looking at intent. And their determination is that Mike Pence did not willfully collect these documents. They were accidentally packed up. There were only a few of them. They were turned over promptly. You'll likely find this that they'll determine the same thing for Joe Biden. You can quibble about willingness or anything like that, but they're going to say his office was packed up and uh, staffers did it. They did not know what they were packing up at times, and there were some mistakes made. That's going to be the argument that comes out from the DOJ. Again, I'm just laying This is the facts of the situation. I know that some of you are not going to agree with how the situation is playing out. Please just hear me out first. The charges, that what's serious about this is that it goes beyond what he just had. He had a lot of documents, but it's what he did it's never the crime, it's the cover-up. They have transcripts, apparently they have recordings of Trump actively discussing the fact that he had classified documents, not declassified documents, but classified documents, and that he was showing them to people who did not have clearance. That is a federal crime. What's more, they apparently have enough To show that he and his valet, who is also being indicted, were actively hiding documents from his own lawyers. You'll note that Trump's legal team, the two heads of his legal team, resigned this morning. That probably has something to do with this. According to the indictment, the National Archives demanded Trump hand over documents. He sent them 197 documents. Six months later, a federal grand jury demanded he hand over every other classified document he had. He sent the grand jury 38 more documents. When the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago, they found another 102 classified documents. In other words, he withheld classified documents from a federal grand jury. The indictment alleges Trump ordered his valet to move classified documents to Trump's residence so that Trump's own lawyers could not find them. And then Trump's own lawyer says that Trump asked him to hide documents from the FBI. The indictment also alleges with photographic evidence that Trump stored documents on a stage in the ballroom at Mar-a-Lago, and that some of the boxes fell over revealing highly classified information. There's apparently at one point he showed somebody who was like a biographer for Mark Meadows or a ghostwriter for Mark Meadows who was writing his biography, his auto his memoirs or something at the time, showed him something classified. I mean, it's very serious stuff. This isn't just. Nonsense allegations like Alvin Bragg in Manhattan. This is very serious. This is actual legally problematic stuff. And Trump can be in very serious trouble because of it. And all of that needs to be laid out first. All you in order for me to say what I'm going to say next, all of that has to be laid out first because I want it on the record that I've noted to you, the audience, even though a lot of you probably won't like me saying this is very serious and some of it does seem extremely damning. But I want that all in the line before I say this next part. In their rush to indict Donald Trump. They have made. It much more probable that he will be the Republican nominee. And what's more, any hope that anybody had of wanting to stop Trump is now infinitely harder because the Republicans are going to rally the troops. And on top of that, this doesn't end here. When the Republicans left power, in January of 2021, several of them were upset that they had not pursued Hillary Clinton harder. They were upset because they thought they had missed an opportunity, but cooler heads in the party had prevailed and said, no, we're not going after a political opponent, it's done. And then the Democrats turned around and for years, the entire time that he was president, they pursued, they investigated, and now they are launching indictment after indictment. And it's not just going to stop here. it's not. It didn't stop with Alvin Bragg. It's not stopping with this one. There's another investigation in Washington, D.C. There is the investigation in, in Atlanta. This is going to keep coming. So what in their... Not justice, not their pursuit of justice, but their pursuit of vengeance for Donald Trump daring to beat Hillary Clinton in 2016. In their pursuit of vengeance, they have now opened a door they are going to regret opening up. Hunter Biden needs to go ahead and use that money that he has gotten from foreign nations. And buy a home in a country that doesn't have an extradition treaty with the U.S. Joe Biden needs the best legal team on the planet. Because, based on what the Republicans are pulling together about the bribery stuff, the Republicans no longer have any reason to hold back on an ex president or that president's family. The Democrats have now opened the door. And any time a Democrat is accused of doing something illegal and there is evidence that suggests pretty strongly that they did something illegal, the Republicans are going to pursue it with wrath. All because the Democrats were sore losers in 2016, they could not wait to beat Trump at the ballot box before they went after him this time. They had to do it in the middle of a campaign season. So that the Republicans will rally the troops around Trump and he will go on to win the nomination. And he could very well beat Joe Biden. He can run from a jail cell. Don't forget that he can run for president from a jail cell. There is nothing about a felon or being in prison or anything like that preventing you from running for president. And it's not like they're really going to get to a trial before the election, because you know what? His lawyers are going to fight everything tooth and nail to delay, 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 delay until he becomes president. At least through the primary season, if he makes it through the primary season as the nominee, then through the November election. And if he beats Joe Biden, the Democrats only have themselves to blame. They took a step too far. They could not wait The Biden administration could not wait. And this is what they brought on themselves. All right. Some of y'all are trying to call in. Some of y'all are sending messages through the app. I'm going to get those messages. I'm going to talk to y'all on the phone when we get back. 232 1542. Use the KPL app chat. However, you want to chime in, do so now. We'll be back in just a moment here on The Joe Cunningham Show, News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to The Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. You can send a message through the KPL app like Billy and Mike. Uh, through the app billy funny all this came out at the same time as biden's proof of collecting bribe money that came out today yeah that's one of the big things that's happening in congress right now is they're pursuing all this and the indictment came out yesterday at the very least it's a pretty ugly coincidence for the department of justice all right let's hop over to the phone lines now 232-1542 if you want to join in we got mike on the line mike how are you today
1: Hey, Joe, I'm fine, man. A little hot, but good. Yeah, I understand. Joe, You made a statement. Yeah, you made a statement a while ago. You're like, now when the Democrats are going to do something illegal, well, how about $10 million in in bribery, uh, a personal gain when you're the vice president? And then when you did that, you brag to the entire world that you did it. And I would have to think that the president of the United States, Barack Obama, knew exactly what was going on. So I think he's an accessory to the bribery. Is he going to be charged? And the FBI, who's been holding this, this, this paperwork that shows what went down, they should charge them because they're not doing their job either. I think a whole lot of people should go to jail.
0: You know, and that's going to be the thing. Republicans have no reason to hold back. There's no reason to let cooler heads prevail now. And that's exactly what's going to happen, Mike, is the Republicans are going to say, fine, what's good for us is good for y'all, too. They will go after Joe Biden. They will go after Hunter. They might even try to go after Hillary again. I think we might be a little far removed from Hillary. She's not really all that relevant anymore, although stupidly today, whoever runs her Twitter account posted something about her about herself and wearing a hat that said, but her emails. It's like, hey, you're reminding everybody that you knowingly broke the law and didn't care about it. That might just inspire Republicans to go look into that again
1: they're they're not you know, above Joe, the law it, no and it's it's a sad day in America when we have uh devolved into this and basically made us like like pakistan and and, and these countries that you know the rule of law is just being manipulated for uh, political purposes and it it's really a sad day it is. And this
0: is very much a friend of mine in radio called this a a crossing the Rubicon moment. When Julius Caesar crossed Mm -hmm. the Rubicon, he didn't do so with the intent to just kind of hover around and not really do anything. It wasn't just he he did it with the intent to start a war. And that's what the Democrats have essentially done. They've started a legal war, a back and forth. Joe Biden ran in 2020 as a candidate who was going to deescalate. This tense air that we had in the country and he and his party have only escalated, have only made it harder. They if they want to beat Donald Trump, they have to do it at the ballot box. Beating him in court is not going to do anything. He can run from a jail cell. All they're doing is they are just so blinded by their idea of this holy vengeance that they are completely blind to the fact they've just opened a can of worms that they are not prepared for.
1: No, I, and I I uh, uh, agree that Donald Trump has just has lit a fire in them that they will do anything and everything to stop this man. They're, they're, I don't think there's anything they won't do. So, Joe, thank you, man. I appreciate your program.
0: Thank you very much, Mike. Appreciate it. 232-1542 if you want to jump on the phone lines with us. See, that's the thing. No one's above the law. And if you read the indictments, it is very damning against Donald Trump. And if what they have in the indictment, if that if that evidence they have holds up. Absolutely, Donald Trump broke the law and he should be punished for it. But it's the timing. Donald Trump is the front runner. He's presumed to be the guy who's going to win the nomination and run against Joe Biden in twenty twenty four. And the Democrats, by going ahead with this, the White House and the Department of Justice, by going ahead instead of holding off and waiting until he was no longer a candidate. They have said. They are fine with going after political opponents, not a prospective political opponent, not somebody who used to be a political opponent, but somebody who is in right that moment, a political opponent. That is the dangerous territory here. And that is the problem that the Democrats have now created in our political system. This is no longer Donald Trump is the hypothetical head of the Republican Party. He is the front runner in the GOP primary fight. And you've just bumped his polling up by about 10 points on average and made it all the more likely he's going to be the nominee. He is a political opponent and your Department of Justice is now indicting him. That is a strategic error. It is petty, and it's going to come back to bite the Democrats in the rear. Two three two fifteen forty two. if you want to be part of the conversation, send a message to the KPL app chat. More on the way. I'd love to hear your commentary on this here on the Joe Cunningham Show. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL two three two fifteen forty two. If you want to be part of the conversation, would be glad to hear from you. Also want to hear from you on the KPL app chat. What are your thoughts on the Trump indictment? Because there is a lot of information out there. There are a lot of things you need to know. Merrick Garland appointed Jack Smith to investigate Trump's document case in November of last year in an attempt to show people that this isn't partisan. This is about justice. And what has happened since then is he's gone through with the investigation. He's decided to go ahead and press and, 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 and declare that, I mean, give Trump this indictment, okay? And Smith started with a grand jury in Washington, D.C. There were actually two grand juries impaneled in Washington, D.C. One has been closed down. The findings of that, uh, of that grand jury were then read... To a grand jury that had been impaneled in Miami, Florida. Now, the reason for that is that when you file these federal criminal charges, they have to be filed in the state where the crime was committed. And as Smith's investigation was underway, the end the the. The evidence they gathered suggested the crime was something that happened at Mar-a-Lago itself, not in the taking of the documents from Washington, D.C. So the case has to be in Miami, Florida. Now, there's a couple things you need to know here. And those of you hoping for Trump to be prosecuted may not be happy to know these two things. The first. Is that the case looks like it's being handled right now by Judge Eileen Cannon, the same judge who appointed the special master after the raid at Mar-a-Lago. Now, this is a judge that did get reprimanded by a uh, circuit court in Atlanta. Said she didn't have the authority to make some of the rulings that she did, things like that. Democrats aren't happy about that because Eileen Cannon is a Trump appointee. But, there's something else you need to know on the indictment. The other name, the name of a magistrate judge is on there as well. Judge Reinhardt. Now, Reinhardt is the one that signed off on the raid at mar a signed the search warrant. So you have a judge appointed by Trump who has given favorable rulings to Trump And you have the judge that signed off on the search warrant of Mar-a-Lago in the first place. Both of their names appear on the indictment. Now, it looks like as of right now, unless the case gets moved to a different judge, that Eileen Cannon will be the judge overseeing this case. There is another problem for Democrats as well. And this, this this could be where things get tricky for the Democrats. The indictment looks damning. The information there is bad. But the court in Miami, the Southern District of Florida, is notorious, let me say that again, notorious for not convicting politicians of corruption. The government does not, the government does not have a good record of securing corruption charges in that southern district of Florida. So it's a very tough ask now when there's a history in this district court of corruption charges not getting the convictions. Makes the government's job a little bit harder. Now, there's a bit of pressure to him. But again, based on the information in the indictment, it's not not a slam dunk for the prosecution, but it doesn't look good for Trump either. Then you have this. At the same time that all this is going down... the Republicans have been getting access to the whistleblower files from the FBI that detail a potential bribery scheme that included Joe Biden. That too does not look good for the sitting president of the United States. And as I mentioned with Mike on the phone earlier or just before, At the very least, it is a horribly timed coincidence that this indictment would come through in the same day that the Republicans are getting ready to discuss what they have found in these whistleblower files. Chances are it is just a coincidence. But there's no reason for you to believe that. There's no reason for me to believe that because this Department of Justice has shown itself to be weaponized, has shown itself to be partisan. We knew about the recordings of Trump talking about having classified material and knowing that it was that it wasn't declassified. We know that because CNN got the exclusive audio. Exclusive means somebody handed it to them. They didn't go searching for it. It wasn't publicly available and they were able to decipher it or anything. No, somebody from within the investigation gave that audio to CNN. And you know what? It wasn't fake. It was in the indictment. Everybody last night was saying, wow, if this is true, if this recording stuff, everybody's saying it this morning, if this recording stuff is true, this looks bad for Trump, but we have to wait and see what the indictment says. And then the indictment said it. And everybody's like, oh, snap. But the Department of Justice gives that audio. Somebody from in there gives that audio to CNN on the same day the Republicans are planning to talk about this bribery stuff from this FBI whistleblower. It doesn't look good for a Department of Justice that is routinely being accused of being partisan and being weaponized and doing what they can to defend the Democrats and in particular the Biden family. It does not look good. For a Department of Justice that has shown it is easy to deploy them as a weapon of the government, as a bludgeon of the government, and that they do so on their own for the democrat's sake and not for the republican's sake that is a huge huge problem the democrats have opened a can of worms they don't know how to get how to close again they don't know how to seal it back up everything that's a start, that's about to start pouring out is because the Repu- the Democrats have once again taken a step too far. Do you know why the Republicans were able to get a Supreme Court that overturned Roe versus Wade? It's because Harry Reid decla- pulled the nuclear option on federal judges in the Senate. If it was good enough for the Democrats, it was good enough for the Republicans. So Mitch McConnell pulled the nuclear option on Supreme Court justices. That gave us three conservative judges during Trump's term that allowed us to overturn Roe v.ersus Wade. Do you know why the entire, for, the entire Republican Party can now be utilized to investigate and go after every Democrat accused of anything? It's because the Democrats, in their fervor to burn the world down around them, have now set the precedent that, yeah, it doesn't matter if they're a candidate or not, if they're a political opponent or not, we will go after our enemies. There's no reason for the Republicans to hold their fire now. They were certain after 2021, they were certain they should have gone after Hillary Clinton harder, but they thought, you know, cooler heads prevailed. We de-escalated. We didn't let things get too far. And what did the Democrats do? They lit a fuse that has just gone off. And they're not prepared for what's about to happen. They really, they, they really think, that the, they think that this whole partisan witch hunt thing only goes one way. They really think it's only a partisan witch hunt when they go after the Bidens and that everything they're doing to Trump is completely above board. Hunter Biden is a known criminal. He has a record. He has a bad record. And now we're starting to see evidence that it's actually worse than just Hunter Biden, that the family may actually be involved in it. And the Democrats have now opened themselves up, have opened the Biden, part, the Biden family up to the exact same thing they've been doing to Trump. 232 1542. If you want to be part of the conversation, let's jump to the phones. Hi, welcome to the Joe Cunningham Show. Who's on the line? Call, are you there?
2: Hey, good afternoon, Joe. Thanks for setting my call.
0: No problem. What's up?
2: Hey, Joe, listen, um, I appreciate what you're saying, and you're a straightforward guy, and I appreciate you. And you made it clear you're not a big fan of Donald Trump. I'm just going to say this. Donald Trump was about to expose Joe Joe Biden and the whole Joe Biden family. Then they come up with this uh, nonsense. Now, I'll agree, it's probably not good what, what Trump's facing. But God says the same. If he pulls through, Shark Week's not going to start in August. It's going to start. It's going to start when Donald Trump is uh, victorious over this uh, this mess that's uh, being thrown at him. Yeah, because he's going to go after. Joe Biden, George Shultz, and Barack Obama, and Chuck E. Schumer like a shark. Oh, absolutely. There will You're be... going to see the most aggressive side of Donald Trump that nobody's ever seen.
0: Hell hath no fury like Donald Trump scorn. That's exactly what's going to be the case here.
2: And I promise you, he won't let nobody stand in his way. You're right.
0: Absolutely.
2: And Merrick Garland... If, he, if Donald Trump is exonerated, you better watch out because he's coming after you, too. You sure are tough guy. Yep,
0: absolutely. Thank you very much for the call. Appreciate it.
2: Have a good weekend. All
0: right, you, too. 232-1542 if you want to be on the line. Hi, welcome to the Joe Cunningham Show. Who's on the line?
1: Hey, Bob Broussard. Hey, what's up? Man, you know, I just got to say this. I listen to a lot of talk radio a lot. Politics in his last... So many years since Trump and you know nobody liked Obama too much and everything, but it really exposed the stupidity of the whole country. It's like we're all in freaking elementary school. It's such such a stupid ass thing. It's so stupid. What what the hell's going on with all this? And it's way smaller than was everybody making it. Everybody just needs to man up. Stop being so goddamn stupid. Uh, I, and, sorry,
0: and- I, I can't. I can't be swearing. Sorry. I understand. I understand you're angry. Can't can't let you say those kind of words on the air. 232-1542, if you want to call and not swear on the air, that's fine. But we we can't go too far there. All right. So anyway. I'm glad they taught me where the dump button was so that didn't go out. Anyway, just don't don't call in and, and say swear words on the air. Anyway, let me go ahead and take a break. Reset a little bit. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit. Just I want to give my opinion on it, not just like the legal breakdown, but my own opinion on it. Um, As the previous caller had hinted, my feelings on Trump. All of that aside, I, w- I want to explain why this is problematic for Trump. 232-1542 when we come back or send a message through the KPL app chat. We'll be back in a moment. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk ninety-six point five KPL 232-1542. If you want to be part of the conversation or send a message through the KPL app chat. So as we wind down, I gave you guys the legal breakdown. I gave you why it's actually kind of problematic. Before we go, I, I want to share my opinion on it now. Because this is an opinion show. And I know a lot of y'all have disagreed with me for my takes on Trump in the past, but hear me out on this one. We can agree, looking at this indictment, this wasn't a case of Donald Trump trying to sell state secrets. That's one of the things that's always kind of infuriated me about how the left goes after Donald Trump. They've always gone after him as some sort of super master spy. And yet they also claim he's the most incompetent person to ever hold the office. Like, it's got to be one or the other. He can't be some super competent spy, but also be a bumbling idiot. Reading the indictment, reading the government's case against Donald Trump, It seems pretty clear that Donald Trump just collected trophies of his time as president. And the thing about Trump is that when he considers something his, he doesn't actually care about the rules or anything like that. He was the president of the United States. Of course, those are his documents. That is his line of thought here. But it's the carelessness described in the indictment that really bothers me, because I don't know if you remember. There was a Chinese spy who was arrested near the compound of Mar-a-Lago in like twenty nineteen. So at some point there were foreign agents who were trying to get into Mar-a-Lago. And as the indictment indicates, there were classified documents that were just kind of strewn haphazardly all over the place. If you were able to break into Trump's residence, you could very easily find some of those classified documents, which, according to the descriptions in the indictment, include Pentagon war plans. If we were to get in war with various countries, this would be the battle plans, strategic maps, nuclear secrets, not nuclear codes, but nuclear secrets. That is problematic extremely problematic because Donald Trump did not carefully follow those rules for declassification, for storing that material, anything like that, for obtaining them, and then tried to hide them from his own lawyers and the government. It shows a level of I don't want to say ineptitude because that's not the quiet, disregard, just flagrant disregard for the safety of the country's secrets. And that bothers me very, very deeply. Yes, Trump's administration did a lot of great things. And yes, if it were not for Trump, we would not have overturned Roe versus Wade. That is just a simple fact. There were good things that came out of the Trump administration. But this evidence that they're putting forward with photographs, with transcripts, all of that. Leaves me deeply worried for the state of our nation's secrets. For the things that keep us protected. For the things that keep us safe. And that negligence is terrifying to me. And is why I'm hesitant for Donald Trump to get another shot at the White House. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Appreciate the calls. Appreciate the messages. You guys have a fantastic weekend. I am going to go celebrate my birthday. And then I will be back on Monday. And when I'm back on Monday, after this weekend, I will be old enough to run for president. Maybe I'll just do a remote show from Iowa and just scare everybody. Maybe I'll go announce my candidacy. You guys have a great weekend. Follow me on Twitter at Joe P. Cunningham, Facebook.com slash Joe Cunningham Show, or email joe at redstate.com. Talk to you guys again in just a couple days here on the Joe Cunningham Show. Shannon is offsides as always, next here on News Talk 96.5. You guys stick around. Be back soon.